Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Historians are obviously fascinated with the past, and church historians are no different. And in some sense, we should all be students of history. By studying the past, we can learn much about where we have come from, and how we have changed, and where we are today. But more importantly, for studying church history, by looking intently at those who walked personally with Jesus, those who knew him and who heard his teaching, who saw him risen from the dead, by looking at how they lived in the days after the resurrection and looking at how they formed the church by God's grace, we can learn much about what the earliest and purest version of the church was like. It wasn't a perfect church, as we'll see in this series in the days to come, but for those who knew best what Jesus wanted from us, it's crucial for us to see the choices that they made and the life that they lived as they sought to fulfill the words of Jesus in their own lives. In today's verses, we get a clear and amazing snapshot of what was going on in the early church, how the very first Christians lived in the earliest days of the movement. Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47 says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So what were the activities then of the very first church? We're given a great description here. First of all, there is teaching, learning truth, studying scripture, hearing from others. Teaching has always been crucial to the life of the church from the very beginning. So has prayer, apparently, showing up here in our earliest picture of church life as the church prays together and as God answers those prayers and does incredible things through the apostles and growing the church as people are getting saved. But just as important to all of this was fellowship, gathering together, learning together, growing together, hanging out together, serving together, breaking bread together, not just for the communion table, but for meals, just spending that time together. The church has always been social, and here we see them gathering both in temple courts for formal services of some kind, but also just in one another's houses for more informal gatherings together. The church has always been relational. It has always been a family for people to belong to. And an interesting part of this is also given here, the collective care and concern for material needs. All the believers were together and had everything in common, even selling their personal property and possessions in order to meet the needs of others. It's a far cry from our North American capitalism where everyone typically looks out for themselves. In fact, it sounds a lot more like communism where everything is held in common and people give up their own for the sake of the community. The difference, of course, is that communism is typically forced and that this passage is apparently voluntary, but at the same time, it's a startling challenge for those of us who are truly seeking to live Christ-like lives. Where have we sacrificed something substantial, even our property and our possessions, in order to help a brother or sister in need? 
God is doing amazing things in this early group. Signs and wonders and daily salvations, and the people are in awe, worshipping the God who is behind all of it. How amazing it must have been to witness this in person, and yet we witness it even today, through the years, through the testimony of Scripture and through the Holy Spirit. Today, reflect on your own spiritual walk as it stands today, comparing to this passage that we've read. How closely does your faith walk line up with the words that we've studied today? Are you growing in teaching, in prayer, in fellowship, in sharing with those in need? Have you sacrificed for the sake of others? What area might need some work in your life, and what plan can you make in order to work on it then? Thank you.